Can you hear me? I can hear you. Dear God, I can hear you. Oh my gosh, it really is a miracle. It's a miracle. We'll see if it's a miracle. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, I finally killed my fucking recorder. <laughs> <laughs> That thing has had enough of our voices. Oh my god! Oh my god! This was this was the one that was financed the 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 Margie Hillberry podcast. <gasps> That's right, Margie. <laughs> we're sorry we killed it. I, oh. It was all me, all me. Oh my! Oh my um, gosh! That's right. It was the it was Margie's um, recording studio. That's right. It she financed and got us off the ground so we could get out of those creepy people's back rooms yes and you know but, but margie's like look my spirit was only financing for you girls to do this in the same room together exactly. now y'all have got two mics and two headphone sets and two recorders you guys there were some tech glitches but yeah so i have no idea how this is gonna end up sounding but i'm using my iphone so maybe what this will do is we will discover that this sounds just fine and then we will encourage other people to start their own podcast because you could just do it with your iPhone. Or maybe it'll sound terrible. And I'm sorry. And in that case, Tammy will suffer through editing and yeah. all of your ears will suffer with like, what is what is going on here? You guys don't adjust your volume. Don't adjust that dial. It's Tammy just... sounds screechier than normal. And that's saying something. You sound more banshee than normal. Ooh. Do some more banshee. Hey, oh, that's because this is oh, banshees and booze. A paranormal podcast with a shot of liquid courage. Although I needed to tonight, uh, <laughs> my freaking I I swear it's psychosomatic, but I feel like my hand is tingling because I was handling so much battery acid. Oh God! Oh my God! <laughs> Tammy's just like, is battery acid still something we're worried about? I'm like, nah. I feel like it's different now than when we were kids and now your skin is slowly burning yeah, off your fingers 100% <laughs> you know it was a good ride do I really need these hands this is the way I was if I was gonna go out it was gonna be Duracell related I'm sure well didn't they isn't it true I don't know if this is true but that like diet coke can dissolve battery acid have you ever That's, heard of that I don't know but there's one way we could find out because oh I'm God. literally having Diet Coke and rum right now. <laughs> no, you're right, Amy. Oh, my God. I'm flashing back because when I used to be so um, crafty, by which I mean broke as a motherfucker, and I would have to change my own car battery, <laughs> oh, which I had to do frequently because one time it eroded, and like once it gets on those contacts, it just <gasps> never goes away. But to get it off, you would go out there and pour Diet Coke over the contacts, and it would melt away. So maybe I'll just dunk my $300 recorder in a two liter of Diet Coke. I hear you, Amy. I, That's a great idea. I mean, I was going to say just dunk your fingers in it to get the battery acid off your mm. skin. But I mean, if you want to dunk your recorder. Oh, yeah. I forgot about my fingers. <laughs> I was just going to say, use your fingers as a little stirring stick for that cocktail. And there you go. Clean fingers. <laughs> clean fingers, clean mind. You know, this is this is what it's all about. We we were just talking the other day, I think off air about like the how we were, you know, there were times when we were younger, we were just so busy, but we got so much stuff done and how I'm like. I don't even fucking know who that human is who did all those things. And yet today, we won't go into it. We've gone into it personally, separately. Today was a weird fucking day for both Amy and I. Oh, yeah. And we both just kind of like pivoted. My goddamn recorder wouldn't turn on one minute before we were starting to record. And look, here we are recording. There's no stopping we us. Are. We have had the weirdest fucking day. And Mercury's <laughs> not even in retrograde. I don't get right? it. It's Scorpio season. I'm going to blame Scorpio season. Scorpio. Although it's supposed to be like sexy, right? Yeah. Like, I thought Scorpio was sexy season. 
This, this is, is not, not sexy. sexy. <laughs> this is stressful. I don't know. Maybe somebody gets turned on by my distress. That sounds like a serial killer. I'm not interested in that. I mean, I'm a little interested. That UTV show makes it seem so nice, you know? Oh, she's had a day. She's already contemplating flirting with serial killers. Oh, my God. Don't even get me started. I'm so in love with the guy on... Um, Midnight Mass I told you about last yes. time. Yes, and you you know, it's been recommended to me since by other people, and I'm like, I know Tammy says it's amazing, I need to watch it, and I still haven't watched it, but I want It's to. like, you have to, like, pay attention to it, but, like, I'm so in love with that guy. I started following him on Twitter, and he's, like, adorable, and then it turns out he's in another show, another, like, horror show, The Haunting of Bly Manor. Oh, okay, I've heard of that, too. And he's got an English accent in that. And I just don't know what to do with this. I'm like, oh, my God, my my cold heart is melting for this famous actor that everyone's in love with. Oh, my gosh. Oh, <laughs> I really have to watch it. Yeah. Yeah. Our friend. Well, you know, Rachel, she's been a guest on this mm-hmm. podcast in the very early beginning. She was a, an in-studio guest. And she was like, she said exactly what you said. She's like, the acting is phenomenal it's so good she's like and you can watch it just not right before you go to bed but it's not like people are gonna yeah. jump out of the dark at you scary da, 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 da. Yeah. I was like I know that's what Tammy said I know yeah. I know <laughs> I will say I rewatched the first episode there's a couple of like loud noise scare things okay like, that's good to know it's it's psychological I would say okay this is see I need to yeah. be prepared for all of it but I already told it the I want to watch this Mm-hmm, and then mm-hmm. see if I could get him on board so I'm not by Ooh, myself. He'll like it. He'll like it. He does. He's not afraid of anything. Imagine um, that. Well, I already said what I was drinking oh. is Diet Coke and rum. And it's so funny because right before this, I was like, I have no reason to be drinking this. And it turns out it was all about battery acid. <laughs> see, everything's happening for a reason. You needed a it's- reason to be drinking rum and Coke. <laughs> well, the universe gave you battery acid on your fingers. This is like, this is like M. Night Shyamalan signs. The reason I have the Diet Coke is, now what's the reason that there's cat hair in it, Amy? What's the reason for that? That's because you just have some cats in your house. Okay. Yeah, that's that's just logic. Well, um, what did the universe set up for you to drink today, Amy? Well, the universe was conspiring on on my side uh, because mm-hmm. my tummy was in a little bit of a shambles today and I was like good thing I'm planning on having a beer for tonight's podcast mm-hmm. and it's not just any beer our topic in tonight's 50 states of ghost series is Massachusetts, Massachusetts. so I'm having a Sam Adams boost and <laughs> lager <laughs> I am such an easy get <laughs> I love it. It gets me every time. (laughs) So, um, oh, and yeah, oh yeah, and that's that's it. I don't have a, I don't have any else clever to add to it. But we should cheers these. Boost and lager is very clever. Thank you. I've already had like half of it while you were working out your tech glitches. Oh my god, (laughs) I'm gonna chug this in a second. Cheers. Cheers. I like that glass. Oh, thank you. Mm-hmm. It's warm because it's been sitting out. Well, at least I knew better than to put ice in it. There you go. <laughs> then it'd be watered down. Warm oh. and potent. Ugh. Um, <laughs> with a slight hint of acidity. Mm-hmm. And cat hair. I can't. Um, I can see too well in here. I had to move into my office and the lighting's too good. That's why I can like. The lighting's really good. It's not as like uh, dark and romantic as it usually is. I know. I just, I like sitting in that comfy chair when I record and I know it it makes me ominous. I love um, it though. Yeah. Now you can see what it looks like when I'm business Tammy. (gasps) Business Tammy, you guys. Business Tammy. Blah, blah, blah. Oh, yes. I hear you. Oh, absolutely. Synergy. On it. On it. Right away. On your desk. Here you go. I work in a nonprofit, so my buzzwords are much more PC. Yeah. You know, <laughs> inclusivity. Oh, uh, absolutely agreed. <laughs> parody. Yes. Yes. Um. All right. Well, I don't know who's going first. Who should go first? Oh, there it is. Oh shit, oh, Amy's. Oh. Are Excuse you gonna me. bark? <laughs> 
It was getting wetter and wetter. <laughs> I told you my stomach was in shambles today. And that beer is already working. It's like, let it all out, honey. I'm here let for you. Quick <laughs> <laughs> acting. Thank you, Boost and Lager. Wow. That really was fast. They should put that in like a commercial or absolutely fucking not. I mean, one of the two. It's either a great idea or I will get them fucking shut down. (laughs) I would, if a beer marketed itself as like also soothes soothes your tummy, I would be like, I'll take 36 packs of that. Thank Uh you very much. Uh For me, it would be great marketing. For companies, probably a terrible idea. I'm telling you, I did that shot of Angostura bitters and I was like, I'm either going to barf or it's going to be great. And man, I was just like, the most like probiotically settled in my stomach that I've been in forever. Like, what is that? You swallowed a Christmas tree. I did. You had the really spirit did. in your body. And mm. yeah, those bitters are, yeah, they do. It's no joke. They help. I, I don't know that I've ever needed a shot of one, but I'm sure one day before performing oh, or going on stage, you. I'll have to do one. I'll make you. Uh, Absolutely. You make me do a shot of a Christmas tree juice, mm-hmm. and then you're going to make me watch scary things. And Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, speaking of scary, Massachusetts. Oh, yeah. Hello. Hello. It's super haunted. Obviously, again, we've done many things in this state because uh-huh. Salem is located in Massachusetts. Oh, is it, Amy? Did you know, Tammy? I probably did something from Salem. So for reals, oh my for reals. god! Shall I? That was such a lovely transition. That was. I didn't even okay. know because I didn't look. So yeah, you should do yours then. I did my. I did my research yesterday. I was really proud of myself. That's so early for me. That is so um, early for you. Good for you. Thank you. Thank you. I've really got my shit together. Too. Um, so great news. I will be doing. The old Salem jail. Mm. Not the new one, mm. but the old one. Okay, I was going to say that new one is not haunted mm. at all. Not haunted <laughs> at all. It's bullshit. <laughs> um, I got my info from ghostcitytours.com, salemghost.com, and ye old Wikipedia, which, by the way, yeah, probably while this is when this airs too, they are in their fundraiser right now. So everybody oh. go give them 10 bucks. Oh my gosh, absolutely. And how funny, mine tonight does not take place in Salem, but my sources are Salem Ghosts and Ghost City Tours. Yay! That's amazing. But I will still donate to Wikipedia. Good for you. Good for you. Thank you. Um, I get personalized emails because I donate to them. So yeah, they're like, could you please just do this again? And I'm like, absolutely. There's a button. If we can build a page for Banshees and Booze on Wikipedia. Oh my God, we should do that. Um... Okay, here we go. Uh, Let's see, I combined two articles, so let's see how they flow. (laughs) Um, It's true that the old Salem jail... uh, Wait, what the fuck? Oh, yeah, okay, now I remember. Sorry, I was in my head... I'm already thinking about my next episode research, and I was like, that's not old enough. And then, okay, I got it. I got it. I'm here. I'm here. I'm here. You guys, we are multitasking ladies, as we said. As as the adrenaline of the can I record the podcast I need to record tonight wears off. uh, As the battery acid dissolves uh in your body and in your brain. It's the, the typical stupidity starts (laughs) to to set in okay so it is true (laughs) that the old salem jail was built in 1813 uh and that less than a year later the howard street cemetery was founded but what is less clear is what came before the jail's construction so the cemetery is like right there too Um, so there's this local historian, Tim McGuire, and, uh, he says that back in the 17th century, Mm. you know, the 1600s, the property was once the site for Giles Corey's death in the Salem witch trials. Whoa. Okay. I may have told you about Giles Corey on this podcast before, but it bears repeating because it's the best one in my opinion. 
So Giles Corey was one of the uh, few accused warlocks or dude witches. Um, And he was an old man in his 80s. He faced prosecution after rumors emerged that his spirit was wandering the village at night and attacking young girls. Corey adamantly refuted these claims, denied he had any involvement with witchcraft whatsoever. Um, But at this time, you know, rumors meant guilt. And so he was, you know, put on trial immediately. And by trial, we mean the Salem Witch Trials, where we get the term witch trials. (laughs) So, So he could either plead guilty and a, quote, fair trial would happen, or he could maintain his innocence and he would be punished until he confessed. Corey did neither. He wouldn't speak the words um, at all. So he would not, like, open his mouth to speak. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I know I've talked about this on the podcast now because it's, like, my favorite thing. Um, so Judge John Hawthorne, um, a.k.a. Dick-in-Chief. Um, <laughs> I, thought, I thought you said Dick-in-Cheese. I'm like, wow. <laughs> Delicious. Um <laughs> Judge so he, Dick and Cheese. Doug, Judge Dick, Dick and Cheese. Um, <laughs> Judge Judy and Executioner. Um, uh, so they drag Corey out and uh, they put a plank of wood on him and start laying heavy rocks on him um, to get him to confess. He would not speak, he would not speak. The only thing he did, he opened his mouth one time and said, more weight mm, i remember then, this yes yeah. oh he fucking died of being crushed to death but <sighs> on the plus side it proved he wasn't a warlock yeah um, i feel like i'm repeating what i probably said in that episode where you you did the story that i feel like i said this but i'm gonna say it again it's so hard to live into your late 80s in the freaking 1600s. Yeah. It's hard to get that there, there today. And that's yeah. how you go. He, That man probably survived every plague imaginable and everything and lived, like, the life expectancy back then was like 32. Like, yeah, and that's how you freaking have to go. Ugh. Bullshit. Bullshite. So this was the, yeah, so he was killed right there. And then, you know, a uh, hundred odd years later, um, they were like, we're going to build a jail here. Not only that, not only did they decide to build the jail right on top of where he died, but they decided to, you know, upcycle. It was so chic and green. They decided to upcycle and they uh, salvaged some granite um, from nearby Rockport, Massachusetts, Mm-mm. from St. Peter Street, which was one of the places where the witches were executed. <laughs> And that shit carries granite and limestone, carries Mm -hmm. energy, as we learned in the episode about bathrooms. Yeah. Uh Uh-oh. So, okay, so they build the jail, and in the early days, prisoners were most commonly hanged, you know, if they had a death sentence. Um, And most tally the hangings at over 50. Um, Also, the hangings took place in the prison's dining area. What? Ew. Yeah, like, because that is 100%, you're, like, you're going to be like, could you pass the salt? <laughs> no, you're busy. Oh, okay, I guess I'll get it myself. Like, <gasps> gross. The fuck? That is not sanitary or appetizing. Oh, gross. And not that the food was probably sanitary or appetizing anyway, but I'm like, really? You're going to sprinkle a dead body hanging from the rafters? I mean, like, Cook comes out and is like, "How? T- it's not that bad. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm sorry. I did not go to Le Cordon Bleu. You don't have to be so dramatic. <laughs> So it's like a five-year-old boy that cooking is the chef. (laughs) (laughs) You try being put to work at five. (laughs) I can't even have labor laws. Can't even see Um, what's in the pot. Just stick a ladle in it. (laughs) (laughs) I made rock soup. It's what I do on five. Um, Yes. 
Oh, God. So, this thing was in use for nearly 177 years. And uh, even though it went through a renovation in, like, 1885 um, to expand it, just, like, right after that. Wait. Uh. Nice. That was a good one. Hey, there you go. Coca-Cola. Rum and Coca. Cola. I love that song. Um, Me too. Mm -hmm. Um, So they they renovated it, and then like left like a decade later, they were like, "Nope, it's not big enough." (laughs) What? And so they were like, "Well, what the fuck? Why is it not big enough?" Uh, well, they had just recently passed an anti-alcohol law in the area. So they were throwing all the drunks in prison. (laughs) So so it was like overflowing. All right. So by the 60s and 70s, the prison was still without modern interior plumbing. Inmates were relegated to using five-gallon buckets as chamber pots. Are we talking 1960s and 70s? Yes, ma'am, we are. Oh, shit. Ew. Uh-huh. Once per week, they were given leave to use one of the two operating toilets on the entire property. No. Okay, that's ridiculous. So then this next paragraph, let us take with a grain of salt. Um, inmates weren't the only ones paying the price for a jail low on the state's priority list. Correctional officers and security guards were forced to pay for their own badges and uniforms. One former corrections officer at the prison said the jail, quote, has a mystique all its own. We had to live the same way the inmates lived. The roaches crunched under our feet the same way. We had to smell the body odor and stink as they did. Which I'm like, okay, fuck you. You got to go home. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, you had I freedom. Doubt- I doubt I doubt you were shitting in a bucket, sir. And yeah. like, oh no, you had to pay for your own badge. Well, then don't be a fucking sellout narc. Yeah. Um, uh, anyway, I mean, we've had to pay for every costume we've ever had to wear in our shows. Oh my <laughs> god, that is a solid fucking point, Amy. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, so, yeah, I'm sure their wives, like, packed them lunches and stuff. They didn't have to eat the slop, you know? Oh, no, it smells bad where you are because you refuse to allow human dignity of the people you've imprisoned? That must be rough for you. Right. Specifically. Oh, yeah. Um, okay, so in 1991, the jail shut its doors. Okay, this is great. When the inmates were released to make the move to the new facility, they completely trashed the jail. Food was thrown, trash cans lit on fire, and the five-gallon urine buckets were hurled at walls. Woo! Party! Yeah! According to the Salem Evening News, one inmate wrote, We won in toothpaste on the wall. (laughs) (laughs) That's a waste Um, of good toothpaste, you guys. I know, right? So for the next decade, the property sat vacant. Um, And then I wrote... Get ready. Here comes capitalism. Oh, well, God, is it a Walmart now? It's not a Walmart. It's even better. Oh, no. It is now a luxury apartment building. Oh. 17 of the 22 apartments were swooped up. Uh, uh, it, it was sold for $10.7 million. Any of these apartments cost between $1,000 and $2,700 a month. This was a while ago. Yeah. That was in 2009, oh too. My so you know those are fucking $6,000. God. Oh, my gosh. That's ridiculous. Ew. It says, no one seemed to mind. They're now living in a place where riots happened regularly or that some of Boston's most notorious criminals have been imprisoned there. Um, but do they mind that their apartments are haunted as fuck? Let's find out. Okay, so the first thing they wanted to talk about was some of the famous people that have been imprisoned there because that's who they, you know, some of the alleged spirits are. Okay, first, do you know who was imprisoned in the old Salem jail? Or Essex County Jail is what they also called it. No, Timmy, I do not. Who was in the old Essex Salem County Jail? Um... During the bucket piss era of the 1960s, <laughs> none other than the Boston Strangler, Dude. Albert DeSalvo. <sighs> yeah. Oh my God. Oh my God. Yeah. That's big. Okay. So let's see. You know, he murdered 
13 people, well, 13 known murders, nylon stocking, blah, blah, blah. So creepy. Uh, Some of them were stabbed. Okay, so then let's see. He was locked up in the jail. He confessed in there and... uh, um, Let's see. He confessed his identity as the notorious Boston Strangler to his fellow inmate, George Nasser, who then reported it to F. Lee Bailey, um, who was his attorney. Oh. So he was sentenced to life in prison, although he escaped from a hospital a couple months later. He was caught and re-imprisoned. And then he was stabbed to death in the infirmary. Ooh, um, classic. Yeah. So that's that's the most famous person. Wow. That was, that was that's stated. huge. So over the years, speaking of escaping, many inmates have escaped from the jail. Um, And uh, one of the most common reports of haunted activity is that people will claim to to see full body apparitions sprinting across the front lawn (gasps) as though they're trying to escape. Oh, (laughs) creepy. Not only that, but frequently when these people are seen sprinting across the lawn in the dead of night there is the sound of chains that is almost never far behind oh oh my god oh my god okay so beyond just kind of sprinting out of there there's also been some like well-planned prison breaks so way back in 1891 um charles duncan um oh my god he had a bunch of aliases who cares uh, he escaped uh, on September 28th in 1880 um, after assaulting and killing the prison guard, James Beaver. Um, the attack left... Oh, almost killing. Okay, because the next sentence was left Beaver completely blind. And I was like, yeah, if you're and dead. And dead. <laughs> blind and dead. <laughs> uh... <laughs> Turns out you still can't see when you're dead. So they eventually caught him in another state for horse stealing. (laughs) What a time to be alive. Um, And then by the time he was sent back to Salem jail, he'd been on the run for for a decade and was 59 years old. I don't know how that was well planned. Yeah. He ran for Um, 10 freaking years? Yeah. He was out for 10 years. And then he stole a horse. It was all over. (laughs) Ah. He was like, I'm my feet are tired. It's been ten years. Um, so there was another prison break, blah blah blah. Okay, one, there was a group of prisoners who worked endlessly for months to dig a hole behind their wall. They used toothpaste to glue the bricks back together and conceal their escape plan with a poster. Does this sound familiar to you, Amy? Sounds like or... the Shawshank Redemption. It sure does. Oh, it was the inspiration for the Shawshank Redemption. Yeah, I didn't know it was inspired hey, by yeah. a true story. Me neither until I read this. Holy and I was like, That's shit. That's fucking great. And they used toothpaste. Man, that toothpaste was a precious commodity. That's what he meant by we won. Yeah. Because <laughs> we escaped. Holy crap. That is this crazy. This was our redemption. The Salem Redemption. Um... <laughs> Okay, so in the oh here this this one throws it back in one of the upstairs windows of the jail, it's not uncommon to see a shadowy figure step up close to the gap glass. <laughs> um, whoops! Almost always he's seen holding a candle as he roams from one room to another, um, but. The floor on which he is supposed to be standing collapsed many years ago. So there's no way he could be there unless he was floating. Oh, my God. So this person is alleged to be a Civil War soldier because Confederate soldiers were imprisoned there back before the floor had collapsed up there. And so people have also seen spirits wearing like 19th century clothes in the jail. So people think that it could be some of the imprisoned uh, Confederate soldiers. Oh, my God. Um, Let's see. Let's see. Oh, several prisoners who spent time at the Essex County Correctional Institute said they shared a sale with long gone inmates or residents, as they were called, from the Civil War era. Man, how fucking shitty would that be? Like, it sucks enough you're in jail and then it's like... Great. I have a ghost in here as well. That's shitty. Perfect. Yeah. You really can't escape. 
like you have your your stuff like at least we can be like oh let's grab some sage and light this shit nope that's it that's your bunkmate baby so then here's something fun um in 1906 a person escaped from salem jail but it was okay (laughs) i'm writing this as i talk (laughs) Because it was Harry Houdini. Stop it. Uh-huh. What was he, he in jail for? He, well, he went on purpose. He staged oh. an escape. Yeah, he was like, I'll break out. Dude, um, that's awesome. Yeah, so he uh, broke out of a cell and uh, unlocked the rest of the cells. Like, good for him. Um, handcuffed himself to a prisoner and then went up to, like, left and went out to the street and showed the city marshal. It was like, hi. Oh, my God. How lucky would you be if you just so happened to land in jail when Harry Houdini's like, going to unlock all these cells and teach you how to get the fuck out of here. They're like, yay. Oh, no. We still have to piss in a bucket. Um, <laughs> all right. So here's just some bullet points of things. Um, ghosty stuff. Uh, I, this was light on ghosts. I apologize. Um, quote, items have been known to move on their own, lights turning on and off, and shadows appearing and disappearing. Okay. A spirit of an old prison guard has been seen by residents and modern employees still walking around carrying a clipboard. Oh. Yeah. Um, Previous owners who have since tried their hand at opening businesses within Salem Jail have reported numerous spots throughout the building that have freezing cold air. Uh. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, oh, those passing by the empty jail before it was bought and turned into whatever, um, said they would see lights turning on and off, which is not that unusual, except for it was no longer hooked up to the electric grid. Instant chills. I just got so cold. Oh my God. (laughs) And those who have been brave enough to step within its abandoned walls often witness shadow people lurking in the hallway and heard the echoing of eerie screams day and night. And that is the old Salem jail or something about Essex County. Uh, Good night. Oh my God. You know that. So Dave Snook, our absolute Uh favorite, um, who's from Massachusetts, if you couldn't tell by his accent, uh, he, you know, urban explorers, all the abandoned places. But if that was built in 2009, the apartments, because he's totally a lot younger than me, at least. I feel like he seems young. So I'm like, oh, he was probably too young to go urban exploring at that abandoned prison pre-2009. Although, who knows? I don't know. Maybe he was like... 19 and was like heck yeah that's that's gotta be prime urban exploring time, that's honestly. true actually yeah he was plenty old enough because when i was 19 i would do freaking anything so mm-hmm. i bet he's been there let's just we'll say he was him. yeah yeah he's definitely there <laughs> everyone announcement announcement uh, our friend it's like shawshank redemption snook was here <laughs> <laughs> That was great. That was so awesome. Love a good haunted jail. They're all, I feel like they've all got to be haunted. Jeez. Mm-hmm. No, you couldn't get me into an apartment that used to be a jail, let alone in Salem, let alone notoriously haunted. It's like that Zillow listing. I think that was the first one you ever sent me from that like Zillow Gone Wild account. Yes, that had the prison in the bottom. Yeah. <laughs> yes. That's such a good account. Gosh, I know it's I tagged so you like a few weeks ago. I was like, Tammy, I'm scared. It was like a creepy doll in every photo. Oh my God, it was so scary. Yeah. And I saw like, anytime I'm looking at Zillow Gone Wild, you've liked everything as well. So I'm like, I know she saw this, but I just need her to know that no, I also I, saw it and I is scared. I mean, it's literally like a little hug. I was looking at real Zillow tonight and mm-hmm. I was looking at my neighborhood, but then I like to look at the real expensive places too. Yes. And I found me one. too. It was all like redone and fancy and everything. It had one of those like giant showers, you know? Oh, yeah. And it had like a built in bench. And like on the bench, there were like pillows. And I was like, there's pillows in your fucking shower? What does that even mean? Whoever was staging the home was like, and then we'll put some pillows on this bench. Like, like, truly. That's a shower. This is like, this is living in, in, crazy times oh that there's God. fucking pillows in your shower so 
dumb. I love looking at the houses that are way out of my price range. I do both. I do the practical search and then Mm -hmm. I do the like, well, how's the other half living search? And it's, yeah. Some and by practical search, I mean, I imagine you mean you could swing the monthly payment, but what is a down payment? Exactly. Like, yeah. I'm like, same, I could do same. that mortgage, but there's no way in hell I've got that down payment. Yeah. <laughs> no, ma'am. I'm like, why are we all making fun of the subprime crisis? It was just, if only we had gotten there first, if only we'd been a little older, you know? I completely agree. Hell yeah. Thank you. <laughs> I was thinking that too. Like recently, I'm like, that would have been pretty sweet i'd be down for that and people are like they bought houses that they couldn't afford it's like no they fucking didn't they i mean maybe some people did but honestly it was mostly you just skipped a down payment yeah so i would have signed up and i would not have thought it was a bad idea there'd be no red flags there for me i'd be like shit yeah i don't have to put a down payment on this fuck yeah yeah Yeah, if it happens again we're on it tammy Mm, let's get on that bubble before it bursts baby (laughs) well I did, for my research, mm-hmm. um, something that's not in Salem, but where the fuck is it? Mm. Massachusetts, hopefully. Oh, wait, Tammy, it is in Salem. <laughs> 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 I love that I was like, mine's not in Salem, but for some reason my source was Salem Ghosts. So my oh, yeah, God, <laughs> it is in Salem. See, this is, I did my research way too long ago. Yeah. Uh, whoopsie boo. Um, so it's technically called the Turner Inger. And Hooch. It's <laughs> Turner and Hooch. Yep. It's the tuner. Tur- t- oh, God damn it. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, I'm already no. getting oh, to the no. point where I can't oh, talk. No. Oh, no. We're not. We still have another podcast to record after this. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. <laughs> I just hear that clock ticking now. I'm like, oh. <laughs> it's the Turner in- Ingersoll Mansion. We'll call it Ingersoll because I don't know how the fuck to pronounce that. Okay. The okay. Turner Ingersoll Mansion, otherwise known as the House of Seven Gables. Um, there is a book called The House of Seven Gables, and uh, it's written by Nathaniel Hawthorne, who wrote The Scarlet yeah. Letter. And yeah. uh, he, so he wrote that book, and The House of Seven Gables is inspired by this mansion. So that's why they now refer to this mansion as The House of Got Seven Gables. Got it. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So, okay, here we go. They say that there is no house in Salem more haunted than the Turner Ingersoll, better known as the House of Seven Gables, which is easier for me to pronounce. So we'll just stick with that. We'll stick with that. Um, So it's Gothic inspired. Uh, It it was built in the 1600s in 1668 by, by John Turner. Um, it like looks like something out of like a Hansel and Gretel type of story. Ooh. Yeah, it's like super goth and crazy and cool. And uh, and yeah, so John Turner was a hat and a shoe merchant and like didn't have much money, but like built this house in 1668. And as he got more successful, he would like add on to it. And then eventually he sold it. Oh, no, I'm sorry. <laughs> He died, but it stayed in his family and then they Uh kept adding on to it. And then the family went broke and they sold it in 1782 to Samuel Ingersoll. So that's why it's the Turner Ingersoll mansion, because those are the two families who lived there. Um, Okay, so the Ingersoll family has a connection to Nathaniel Hawthorne. So. uh, Sea Captain Samuel Ingersoll took on the Turner house um and like expanded it even more like to the point where I'm like is this the Winchester mystery house like why right? does he keep adding to it yeah um there were oh so he removed like these like gothic famed gables and like put like installed intricate Victorian detail work onto it because you know mm. we we're entering the Victorian period sure. and he's like let's get up to speed on the fashions here um and then uh he discovered while he was remodeling that samuel turner the dude who had the house first had installed some fucking secret stairwells behind (gasps) the walls oh Uh, it's a museum today, and you can see the hidden uh, stairwells. It, oh, and God. I have pictures. I have pictures. Um, okay. So I also just love that the new owner was a sea captain. It's just so just yeah. classic. 
classic. Uh-huh. Uh, so while he was there for like one month out of the year. Yeah, exactly. He's like, I'm here for, for 30 days. I'm going to just add some Victorian era uh-huh. detail here. <laughs> um, okay, so... Uh, sorry, sorry, sorry. Oh, so the new owner, um, his daughter's name is Susanna, and she was frequently visited by her cousin Nathaniel Hawthorne. And I feel like back then, when you were frequently visited by your cousin, that means y'all were hooking up. You were probably hooking up, probably, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Um, and she would talk to cousin Nathaniel Hawthorne about how this house was cursed. And he was like, huh? And she's like, yes. And I think that our family is also cursed. And Nathaniel's like, what? So let's (laughs) talk about it. Okay. So obviously this house was around during the Salem witch trials in 1692. And Nathaniel Hawthorne's great-grandfather served as a judge during the Salem Witch Trials. Oh, my God. Was he Judge... uh... John Hawthorne? John Hawthorne? Wait. The Dick Cheese Man? Oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) Holy shit, Tammy. He's Dick Cheese Man. (gasps) Dick Cheese Hawthorne. My mind is blown. The wheels were turning as I was saying. I was like, wait, this sounds very familiar. Oh, my God. Did she do this research? Oh, no. It's Dick Cheese. It is. It's Dick Cheese author. Holy fuck. Our our stories are are married to each other somehow. This is amazing. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. God. (laughs) Meanwhile, I'm like, oh, my story doesn't take place in Salem. (laughs) Jesus. We're just... You were just trying to make it even more exciting when it happened. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. This is amazing. Uh, Dude. Wow. This is great. All right. So that guy was Nathaniel's Mm -hmm. great grandfather. And records showed that Dick Cheese Hawthorne, um, (laughs) like, may have feigned sympathy for the accused witches. And he was, like, always kind of like, oh, yeah, oh. I feel so bad for what's happening to you. But then mm-hmm. he never once regretted like get putting yeah. them on trial and executing them. Right. And uh, yeah, he never expressed any remorse or anything like that. And it is said, I mean, this might be repetitive because you literally just talked about him. He <laughs> truly believed in the evil of witchcraft and like was yeah. like, this is a real threat to Salem. Um, okay. So after the witch hysteria died down, um Hawthorne family lost all of their monies you know they're like wait what witches are cool Mm -hmm. um so their status within society plummeted um it says no doubt influenced by the families of the accused witches who sought justice for their dead loved ones Mm -hmm. um so then Nathaniel's born in 1804 and apparently the so-called Hawthorne family curse had not been lifted um, because while he's hanging out with cousin Susanna in the 1840s, she reveals to him more of their family's turbulent past. She says the family was involved with slavery, which is like, Duh. not that surprising, but I guess like in Massachusetts, it was, I don't know. Well, no, cause the people were still enslaved in the 1840s. I mean, Tichuba, she was the the woman that was quote unquote doing voodoo that started the whole the girls would go to her for charms. That's right. Yeah. She was an enslaved woman. That's yeah. right. Yeah. So so Susanna's like, yeah, you know, we were terrible people and had enslaved people and then I totally lost my spot. Where am I? Oh. Um and she's like, yeah, and then, you know, great gramps like killed all these women and she was like, uh, you need to change your last name because, um, like, we're a terrible family. And wait, can I guess? Did he just, like, add an E or something? Yeah, dude, he just took out, like, a W. It was. Oh, my God. It was Hawthorne with a W, and then he took it out, or he added yes. it, one or the other. Yeah. Yeah. I know. It's so dumb. Fucking idiot. So. Re- this is, stupid. like, when you spend. 
like $3.7 million for a rebrand and they're like, drop the W. That's God damn so, it. Yeah, that's literally, he's like, okay. Cause she's like, it's a, we're cursed. Although I'm like, how are you cursed? You're just bad, fa- you're bad people. Yeah, we're cursed because of our terrible decisions. This is cancel culture yeah. because we killed a bunch of people. They totally were part of cancel culture because yeah. the family lost all their wealth and their status in society. Everyone uh-huh. was like, no, we changed our minds about y'all. Um, <laughs> so he's like, OK. Uh, so he drops the W or adds a W. Um, mm. And then uh, – 10 years later, he releases the critically acclaimed book, House of the Seven Gables. Mm -hmm. And the book's plot was centered around the Hawthorne family and Judge Dick Cheese Hawthorne. Wow. Yeah. So in the book, I've never read it, never really heard of it, to be honest. Um, uh, I've heard of it. I haven't read it. I've read Scarlet Letter, though. Yes. That I think I had to read for high school. Yeah. yeah, I feel like we all had to probably. And I think we've all seen Easy A, so. Right, exactly. And yeah. Demi Moore in The Scarlet Letter uh, in the 1990s. Exactly. I actually never exactly. saw that movie. No, uh, I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> um, so in the book, it's interesting. I swear I'm getting to the ghosts. Um, like, it's about this judge who's fighting with this with this dude whose wife was condemned to death for witchcraft. And Mm -hmm. so anyway, that's when the people started referring to this mansion as the house of the seven gables. Um, Okay. And so eventually Susanna's family um, lost the mansion after three generations. And that might be part of the curse because they just lost all their money and they couldn't have the house anymore. Boo hoo. Um, this house was sold in 1879 and then in 1908, a philanthrop, a philanthrop, hey, I got it, a philanthrop, philanthropist, you did it, I did it, oh my god, I did it, I did it, I can talk, guys, I can talk, Uh, I'm so proud of you, thank you so much, a man who practices philanthropy purchased it, restored it, (laughs) and made it into a museum, okay, let's talk about the ghosts, So for many years, there have been a number of spirits reported at the Turner Ingersoll Mansion. Uh, In the famous secret staircase, uh, visitors to the museum have witnessed the spirit of a man clambering up and down the stairs. And yeah, those who have seen him are quick to link um, him to the Underground Railroad. I don't know why, Tammy, um, but the Turner House, this, this is good research for this author. I'm glad they did it. They debunked it, um, was never a stop on the Underground Railroad. Um, mm. Those secret stairs were not even built until nearly 50 years after the Civil War ended, huh. um, which actually doesn't match with my previous research. So I don't know if that's true because uh, <laughs> the first owner apparently built them and that was in the 1600s yeah um which civil war you guys which one are you talking yeah, which about one? the one in america because that oh, was no. like 200 years later <sighs> who can keep track honestly just so much other report uh, others report seeing the phantom boy who plays in the attic uh Ooh. throughout the day his footsteps can be heard pouncing around upstairs and he giggles and he laughs uh oh. according to one historian the attic space once functioned as the servants quarters um so perhaps this ghostly little boy is um one of the children of the servants who once lived there um some are very adamant believers that this little boy's ghost is named Julian and that it's the son of Nathaniel Hawthorne. Um, Yeah. So they think that, uh, that, yeah, it might be his, his son. Um, The last frequently seen ghost at the house of the seven Gables is Susanna herself. The one who's like, Susanna. Oh, Susanna, don't you cry <laughs> for me. I've come to Salem Witch Trials with a... We got canceled with a t- by our... Man, I'm so bad at rhyming with, lately. With my dick covered in cheese. There it yeah! is. <laughs> Gross. Um, 
so Susanna's <laughs> apparently there, and uh, her spirit has been spotted walking the halls of her former home and even peeking out of the windows. Um, if you enter the estate uh, and you're in the garden, when you look up, you usually see her looking down at the gardens. Um, okay, apparently the TV show Ghost Hunters came here. <gasps> yeah. Yes. Um, and there wasn't a lot of detail and I didn't have time to watch the episode, but um, yeah. they they were the hosts were like, uh, yeah, so this is an exact quote and I don't even know what it's supposed to mean. As investigators, we try not to go on feelings because you can't prove feelings, but you can't ignore your biggest organ, which is your skin and the goosebumps you get and the feeling like you're being watched. <laughs> Uh, okay, I love that quote, actually. I know, I'm trying to see who said it. Who said it? It was probably either Grant or Jason. Ah, it doesn't even say who said it. Weird. Um, that actually feels like a Jason quote to me. You, I'm going to put that down. You there, know them yeah. best, so we're going to go with yeah. Jason. Okay. Is that the one who said, dude, run? No. Okay, okay. That's one of the sidekicks. Oh, Grant and Jason right. are like daddies, you know? Oh. They're like the daddies, and then there's a bunch of sidekick characters. That feels so. like the, yeah, that feels like yeah. one of them for sure. Uh, okay, so there's a disembodied voice. Um, in October 2006, a visitor named Christopher toured Ooh. the mansion with his girlfriend. Um, but they arrived at 7.30 p.m. when the museum was already closed for the day. Mm. Uh, but they hung out outside and took some pictures because they were like, this, the property is super cool. We'll just make the most of it. We already dragged our asses here. Yeah. Um, the next day, they went back to uh, Salem again early to make sure they didn't miss taking the tour a second time uh -huh. in a row. So they got there super early this time like responsible people they checked in and apparently according to them they didn't even know that this place was supposed to be haunted they were just history buffs um so when christopher descended to the bottom of the infamous attic stairs and that's where the the little boy plays um he heard the distinct sound of a woman's voice next to his ear going shh shh and the voice was like murmuring and he whipped around expecting to see his girlfriend standing right there but no one was there no. she wasn't even close to him um and then uh what was i gonna say standing in the middle stairwell nope that was it well that's weird because i totally thought that that was going to lead to because he they said they took pictures when they went and it was close uh -huh. and i was like so you saw in the photos yeah, some yeah, ghosts, yeah. right no, that was it. Mm. Um, okay. Oh, uh, da, 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 da. We're back in the attic now. Mm -hmm. A few years ago, one visitor explained that her visit to the House of the Seven Gables began normally. And it's when she ascended the stairs to the attic that an eerie sense of unease took over her. She said, suddenly I felt queasy and lightheaded and couldn't breathe. Um, she said, I had the feeling that I had to get out of the room now. I couldn't concentrate and felt incredibly anxious. Um, while the feeling subsided upon leaving the attic space, other people have reported the same exact sensation. Uh, one visitor, visitor said, I'm sensitive to this sort of stuff, and I felt a very strong presence inside the attic area. I remember doing a double take for no explained reason in the attic toward the little window facing the waterfront, but nothing was there. Uh, later, that same visitor reported capturing the face of a woman in one of the upstairs windows while she walked in the gardens. Oh, my God. So I... Susanna. She took a picture of Susanna. Um, yeah. And, they, and then it concludes, like, was it the ghost of Susanna, the same woman that reported they roamed the <laughs> I halls? I already guessed that the Tammy's article. already ahead of you I guys. was listening. She's, uh... So, yeah, <laughs> that is really the story <gasps> of uh, Judge Dick Cheese's uh, future. <laughs> you got his past. And I got his future. What a <laughs> delight to get to experience the whole thing. Honestly. And I'm honestly, I'm like, I can't wait to go back and edit this 
so that I hear what I actually called him the first time because <laughs> it wasn't Dick Cheese, but that's where we landed, and I'm happy. Yeah, because that's that. what I heard, and now I feel like because he's such a piece of shit, he deserves that title. Yeah, right. Oh my god. Oh Lord, I'm exhausted. That was, that was wonderful. There were witches. There was there was cancel culture at its finest. Um, Honestly, cancel culture <laughs> sixteen hundred like, style. We're cursed. This mansion only stayed in our family for three generations. <laughs> and we're like, mm, if only we could subprime. <laughs> so I can flip it and sell it five years later. Yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, God. So I can't wait to paint everything stark white and put some granite everywhere god it all looks the same there's this great account um instagram called oh shit it's like historic la properties or something and it's this realtor that just fucking gets so pissed when people flip a a, like a historic home and it's just all white with fucking granite and he Mm -hmm. just goes off and he like but then he'll post beautiful historic homes that are on the market and like he has a huge appreciation for it but it is I just love when he goes off and he's like are you fucking kidding me and he'll do like the befores and then the afters and he just hates people I love it I love it too he's so mean and rude and I love it um, <laughs> well, it's a good thing that exhausted us because we have another one to record now. Yeah, I know, Which right? Means... I'm going to have to go t- slam a monster energy drink. That's the funniest <laughs> thing I've ever said because... I know that's my, what you do. My body has not been within 20 feet of a monster energy drink in my entire life, honestly. I'm going to say the same. It's been within a few inches of a Red Bull, but not a monster energy drink. Um, I've had a Red Bull with vodka in it oh, one absolutely. time when I was a baby drinker, when I was like 20 years old. Oh, and- yeah. That was, I was like, I have a sugar-free Red Bull and vodka. Ew. No, it was not a thing I ordered for myself. It was somebody saw I had X's on the back of my hand and was like, I'll order you a drink. And I was like, thank you. And then I was like, cool. Really appreciate this heart attack in a glass you my just bought God. me. God. Oh, my Fucking God. Fucking Bud Light would have been fine, dude. Uh- my insides. I never want to have a look at my insides because I'm sure they are just pure battery <laughs> acid, to be honest. <laughs> Hello. Well, you're still recording successfully. So you're doing better than our our recording device. Which, by the way, it is so funny. This has never occurred to me, except for I was looking at it a bunch today as I kept flipping the thing over and over. Our recorder's brand name is Zoom. <laughs> It sure as hell is. I'm looking at it right now. Oh my gosh. I mean, I don't think it's the same thing. I don't think it's the same company, no. but it's just like, what are the odds? It's like we predicted the future. Oh my God. You guys, we could have told you about the pandemic, but we kept it to ourselves. Uh, Yeah, like the screen, literally the digital screen says Zoom 0001. Oh my God. And when we upload them, it says Zoom. Why yeah. did this never occur to me? It just doesn't because it's like you're hearing it in a different way. I, I do this all the time where like, I'll say my friend Sarah and then my friend Sarah, but like one of them has an H and I'm confused as to why you're confused that you don't know I'm talking about two different people because when I say it, I see the H, you know? Exactly. That's exactly what's happening with the Zoom versus the Zoom. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. One of them Zoom and one of them Zoom. Duh. And the one that's Zoom that we do is not Zoom. It's no, podcast. absolutely not. I would not put up with that. <laughs> If you guys are as confused as we are, uh, you can go ahead and drop us a line at upghostandpersonal at gmail.com. Tell us about your own spooky stories or any suggestions for topics that you'd like us to do. Mm-hmm. And uh, you could also go on to our website, bansheesandboos.com. Click a little button that says seen a ghost and then tell us all about it. Tell us all about it. And if you want to get social with us, you can find us on Instagram. We are at Banshees and Booze, where there are always accompanying uh, pictures to go with these stories. And if you uh, want to not be there, like many of the ghosts, and I don't know. We don't do Twitter, but you can go over there. We're at Banshees mm. and <laughs> Booze. <laughs> Uh, rate, review, and subscribe? Yeah. Yeah. Wherever all you can podcast? Yeah, all of that. All of that. Do that. Tell a friend? Do that too. Make sure you do it. 
I think those are all the things. Yeah. And then don't forget, if you've oh. seen a ghost. Um, um, oh, 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 oh. Uh, if, you've, uh, if you've seen a ghost, uh, 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 leave it a message in toothpaste. <laughs> <laughs> ghost was here. Ghost was With a here. <laughs> uh, hey, Amy. Oh, yes, Tammy. If you see a ghost, uh, uh, snuggle up to your handsome cousin, <laughs> but make him oh, drop one letter of his last name so you're not really cousins. You're not really cousins. No, we have a different oh. last name, you guys. It's off by one letter. <laughs> oh, Susanna. Oh, oh. Susanna. Oh, oh, Scarlet Letter. Oh. <laughs> I'll slap an A on you. <laughs> I think we just invented, invented a new kind of porn. <laughs> oh my god, we're gonna be rich! Oh my god, we can finally afford our down payment. Yes, on a Zillow Gone Wild house. <laughs> <laughs> Pillows in the bathtub. Here we come. Woohoo! All right, let's, let's record another. Okay. Bye. Bye. done oh i i think so it's still recording i gotta get it to stop recording